Hey, what's up? It's Brad from The Heckler. Another day in quarantine means another wellness check. This one uh, with my really good friend, Jason Kariff, who is one of the owners of Clark Street Sports. I've known Jason for a really long time. He is a great guy. They're an awesome company and they do really good uh, work in general. And they also have a lot of awesome merchandise that I wear regularly. Um, as you might imagine, a small business uh, like theirs is being severely impacted by the quarantine and everything that goes on around it. Jason is currently in Arizona where he was all set up for um, spring training, which ended abruptly. And now he's got his family out there with him and they're able to chill out in a nice area. But we talked about a lot of interesting stuff here. Jason's a really, like I said, great guy and uh, a funny dude. Um, we talked about how he got his start in the business, which is fascinating. He, uh, he's been, it's all he's ever done is something related to this sort of stuff. He started in the late eighties when he was not even a teenager. He was a little street kid hustling, uh, around Wrigley. It's pretty fascinating to hear him talk about those days. Um, and, uh, we talked about a lot of stuff as, as you know, how his business has been impacted and what it's meant for him and his employees. Uh, great guy, great interview. I uh, hope you enjoy it. All right, another day in quarantine, another wellness check. This one, like I, most of the people I've, I've been introducing is my good friend, but you're also a really good friend. This is uh, my good friend, Jason Kariff, who's one of the owners of Clark Street Sports. People probably know them from uh, anytime you go to a sporting event in the Chicago area, you're going to see uh, a Clark Street location. How many locations do you have? in general and how many locations do you have um around chicago sporting venues so we have 17 store locations and uh four of those are outside of wrigley uh Uh one is outside the united center and then on top of those we have what we call glorified kiosks which are like those outdoor stands that you'll see outside of wrigley soldier field um, where else do we do them? Oh, we have one on the beach at North Avenue beach and oh, wow. we're selling, um, you know, if it's a bears game, we're selling bear stuff. If it's a Cubs game. We're selling cub stuff. And at the beach, we're selling sunglasses and, uh, beach towels and suntan lotion, things of that sort. I didn't even know you so had we're, a- we're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's at, that you have one at, that's at North Avenue beach. Yeah. We call it the beach shack. I didn't yep. know that. I didn't know that that existed. You guys. I mean, one of the things that I've, I've known you, I met you in 2004, I believe. So, you know, 16 years now, which is crazy. Um, the good thing is we're, we're, we're both uh, as uh, youthfully handsome as we were uh, back then. <laughs> but um, I've always exactly. been really impressed. <laughs> What's that? Uh, I said exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've always been really impressed with uh, how much you guys evolved your business and how hard you work to get in front of uh, as many people as possible. Um, so, so let's talk a little bit about how the the, um, the quarantine has been impacting you in particular, and then you uh, as Clark Street Sports. So, and I just saw you a few weeks ago in Arizona, uh, in Mesa, where you guys have a pretty good presence um, around. That's right. So, yeah, I forgot. Forgot to mention that we we also have two trailers outside of Sloan, 
and um, I'm actually still in Arizona. I never left. So, you know, we're working spring training and then the season gets canceled on us. And um, my wife and kids were scheduled to come out here for, for the kids spring break anyway, on March 18th. So then school gets canceled back in Chicago. So I told my wife, well, if we're going to be quarantined, why not be quarantined in 75 degree weather with a pool and, um, you know, hiking trails, things of that sort. So my wife said, yep, let's do it. Uh, so we, uh, she safely boarded a plane, which had only about 20 people on it and, uh, flew out here. And, um, so we're, we've been stuck, uh, out in Arizona here. So, uh, and, and how are you guys holding up? We're good. Um, my uh, my daughter's uh, been sick, not not with coronavirus or anything like that, but um, she's been dealing with a nasty uh, sinus infection. So the last two three days have been <clears throat> taking care of her a lot. Those are that that one that's pretty nasty. Um, she was actually had to spend a few hours in the ER, and um, she's got like she looks like uh, she got punched by Rocky or something in her left eye here now. Oh, no. But uh, but it's getting better, so it's a lot better, and it's just a sinus infection, and and uh, so we're dealing with that. She's 10 years old, but she's brave, and she's on like four medications, and so she's doing she's doing a lot better. So we're feeling a lot better about that. And uh, other than that, we're doing great. We uh, fostered a dog out here, and uh, we're yeah yeah we're we're big dog lovers, and um, we figured uh, if we're gonna be out here for a while. Uh, the least we could do is uh, foster. So we have a a nice uh, little dog. So if anyone's in Arizona and, and uh, needs to adopt, we've got a dog out here named Yankee. Not not a big Ooh. fan of the name, but oh yeah, <laughs> questionable name. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll get that switched up when uh, when, <laughs> when someone adopts them. <laughs> great. But uh, other than that, we're doing great. I mean, we have a pool, and uh, the nice thing about Arizona is uh, the, the hiking trails are still open, and people are really respectful. Like, uh, there's signs up, you know, on the on the trails and in the mountains, the ones we've gone to, that, that say, you know, keep your distance, be polite to people, but no, you know, keep, keep six feet, things of that sort. So we've been trying to do, before my daughter got sick, we've been trying to do hikes every morning and things like that, stay active. And that's the nice thing about being out here in, with the weather. So, um, it's bad, but, um, you know, we have a little bit of space that makes sure. sense to be outside. Yeah, for sure. So then let's, so let's talk then about, uh, how things have impacted you guys at Clark Street Sports with all those locations and all those kiosks, you must have a lot of full-time and part-time employees. What's, what's the status there? We do. So everyone is on furlough. Um, there, there's, uh, you know, obviously we can't, uh, operate um, any of our stores and nor should we be operating anything right now right. and uh, so everything's shut down and uh, everyone's on furlough and that means basically that they have their jobs you know um, when they come back to work and everyone who had uh, benefits still has those benefits today but that there's no um, no actual work for the next who knows right <laughs> for the next few weeks at least right We'll see. Yeah, yeah. And then, so, like, how does it I'm, – I'm really interested, like, how do – you know, I, I know you guys have to order stuff in advance, so you must have been getting ready for – I mean, you have, you have a lot of Cubs training stuff that's unsold, I'm assuming, and then you, you probably had to 
plan for a lot of baseball orders. So you, you must have stuff coming in. So like what, how does it work then with the stuff that is either now, like, you know, the spring train stuff's not going to sell. And then right. you know, all the stuff that you were doing to get ready for opening day. What, how does that typically work? So for spring training, you're right. We got, we got a lot of stuff. Now, luckily I don't, I don't date all the merchandise. So, um, and the reason I said I is I'm the buyer for the company. That's what I do. Okay. So um, whether you like our merchandise or don't like it, you can, uh, you can praise me or blame me, but cause I'm the one who picks <laughs> it out. <laughs> right. But um, I don't date a lot of the merchandise for spring training because, you know, Hey, if it doesn't sell this year, I can sell it again next year. Right. Um, so most of the merchandise we'll say is safe for next year or around two. I mean, there, there may, there may be a spring training, who knows? Um, I don't know if they figured all that out. I know that right. you can't just on Friday say, Hey, we're starting the regular season Monday. I mean, the players have to get, get ready for the season. So, you know, maybe there's a round two, maybe these are collector's items. You know, if, <laughs> if, uh, if, you know, people want uh spring training 2020 that, didn't really happen or only happened uh, for a couple of weeks, you know, they'll have uh, collector's items. So we're hoping that, you know, some of that stuff still sells, but if not, you know, you'll see it uh, outside of Wrigley on our $10 tables, you know, right. and uh, we'll yeah. be dumping it. So that's, that's the plan for spring training. And then um, in, in terms of uh, baseball stuff that comes in regularly. Yeah. We had just started to get, you know, a bunch of our merchandise in for the uh, upcoming season. And, uh, you know, as soon as this started uh, unfolding, you know, we started um, stopping the orders, just basically telling the, the companies like, you know, New Era, Nike, 47, all of them, hey, hold, hold all the merchandise, you know, with everything going on, we can't take it right now. So they, they've all been great to work with and, and no one's like saying, no, you got to take it or whatever. I mean, they're, they're dealing with their own stuff um, in terms right. of like, you know, we're not the only ones that are saying, don't send me any merchandise. So they've got lots of problems as well. So, but we did get some merchandise in and, and those, uh, those vendors will just have to wait to get paid. I mean, we don't have any, there's no revenue right. coming in right now. So they'll just have to wait to get paid and And they're, they're, they're really good to work with. So I don't anticipate any problems there. That's great. That's good to hear at least. I mean, yeah, before, before we started recording, you were kind of talking about how, you know, we're all in this together and, uh, you know, I hope that that sort of mentality continues no matter how long this stuff lasts. I mean, I can, I can see people starting to get a little restless, but you know, we were all, you and I were also talking about, you know, the federal government's response and how hopefully that sort of stuff, um, you know, supports people in your shoes and then, and then the people that you rely on and the people who rely on you to, to get this stuff done. Um, so uh, I've talked with a few people about what they would sacrifice to uh, have this, you know, life start, life getting back to quote normal, and to, for baseball to start again. Uh, our our mutual friend, who you actually introduced me to, Joe Johnson from Obvious Shirts, was on here a few days ago, and I asked him what he would what what he would sacrifice. I was expecting him to say, you know, like a pinky or a toe or a testicle, you know, whatever. Um, he said pizza. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Apparently Joe really loves pizza. It's his like favorite thing of all time. So okay, fine. And then I talked uh, the other day, maybe even yesterday, two days ago. What? Who knows? I don't even know what day it is. Uh -huh. I talked with Len Casper, who uh, is is awesome, and 
at first he said that he would have sacrificed his salary to um, for, for baseball to start again. That's how what yeah, I talked to him on Thursday because it should have been opening day. Instead he was stuck talking to me. Um, he he said he would he would give up his salary and then I told him that Joe said he would give up pizza and Len's like, you know what, I'll give up pizza instead. And I, I thought maybe his, his agent would be very happy to hear that that um, Len was not willing to give up his salary. Uh, instead would just give up pizza. What would you sacrifice right now to, to have baseball? You're saying what would I sacrifice to have baseball starting back? Yeah, and just to have things get back to quote-unquote normal. Back to normal. So um, if I'm if I'm making a real sacrifice, it's uh, it's giving up my my love of whiskey and and vodka. So right. I'd have to I'd have to give up drinking for a little while to uh, get baseball back. That that would be my sacrifice. But then but then baseball's back and you're back working in Wrigleyville. How I mean how could you give up you know alcohol? Drinking. When, yeah. Uh, oh man, just, I'm uh, going to give up. Maybe you're just going to give up whiskey and vodka, and instead you're going to switch to something else. We'll get you drinking white claws. Uh, my, my <laughs> wife would be happy if I. My wife would be very happy if we switched there. No, you know what? Uh, I don't even I don't even work in Wrigley anymore because um, uh, I was I uh, I got too old for that scene. I mean, I love going there, and I'll go to a few games a year, but um. I can't I can't hang out in Wrigley anymore because then my my old bad habits start and I you find me at uh, three in the morning still drinking at uh, Casey Moran's or Bernie's or something so um, no I'm uh, I'm uh, they've they've relegated me to the uh, desk and I'm 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 in the office I'm an office guy now although you can find me over at, I still work the Bears games and I still work Mesa you know I love being out uh, right. selling in the trailer so. I love getting out, but Wrigleyville, Wrigleyville is too wild for me now. I'm too old for that. Well, why don't you talk real quick about how you even got into this line of work? I think that's, I think it's fascinating. Yeah, I've been doing this my whole life. So when I was uh, 10 years old, we, my family moved from Gary, Indiana to Chicago. And my, you know, I, I was already a Cubs fan. My, my buddy Carl, who I grew up with, turned me on to the Cubs and Michael Jackson, but I won't hold it against him for that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my dad says we're moving to Chicago and, you know, I'm crying, you know, I'm leaving my friends and Gary and I'm like, you know, what 10 year old kid wants to move? We're going to a big city. But then what he told me was, Hey, we're moving, uh, onto Kenmore street, right outside of Wrigley field. So that my, my tears dried up and I said, let's do it. Let's move. So we came to Chicago. So, so long, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you later. Um, and so we come to Chicago, and I'm like, you know, my my parents were kind of like, they didn't give us allowance, you know, that sort of thing. They were they were kind of like, you know, tough love type of people, and like, if you want money, you earn it yourself. So I became a little street hustler. I mean, I was, uh, I think when I was 12, I was selling tickets. So at that time, bleacher tickets were only on sale day of game. So you had to line up, get your bleachers in the morning, and then they'd sell out at some point, and then you could sell them. So I'd buy them for like four bucks and resell them for ten back in the day. And uh, so that's what I would do before the game. And I'd also uh, sell, you know, street parking spots as before. Um, they even had uh, permit parking on the street. So yeah. I had this this guy that lived on a block who would send the little kid. That's me to the corner to pull in cars to, to park on the street, like not 
you know, not a paid parking lot. I'm talking on the street. He would just like put down chairs and cones. Yeah. You were basically selling like dibs, uh, but in nice. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. It was dibs for 10 bucks. You get dibs on a parking spot and I'd get two bucks out of it. Yeah. What year are we talking? We're talking 1986. 1986. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's when I started. Okay. So, so I was doing not... that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm doing that. And then uh, uh, a guy who sees me like as a little neighborhood street hustler says, Hey, what do you, I see what you're doing before the games. What do you, what do you do after the games? You know, what, what do you do for money? And I said, after the games, I just go get autographs and, hang out. He's like, no, 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 no. You're going to, you're going to help me out selling sunglasses after the games. And so he's like, every, every pair you sell, you get a buck. So, uh, I started selling sunglasses money, after the games, That's a lot of money man. I was like, I was like 12, 13 years old. And this is all cash. And I'm getting, you know, I'm getting like a hundred, 200 bucks a day. It was unbelievable. No way. <laughs> so yeah. So I'm, I'm hooked at that point. Right. And yeah. so I, I stayed, uh, stayed, uh, selling things outside of Wrigley all through uh, high school and all through college and all through law school. And, uh, the, uh, guy who had hired me originally to sell sunglasses, he originally grew the biz, grew a business and started getting into first, uh, bootleg t-shirts. And then, and then we started, actually it wasn't, you can't call it bootleg because back then they didn't even have licenses. So you just, right. if you wanted a t-shirt, you just made a t-shirt, right? right. And so uh, we started off just making t-shirts and, and selling them. And then they, you know, the licensing thing came out. So we started selling licensed, you know, Cubs merchandise. And uh, that's kind of how, you know, then that's how he started growing. And so he, he had multiple spots outside of Wrigley and I was kind of his right-hand man, you know, working for him and helping him out with whatever, doing the ordering and, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, growing, helping grow the business in the neighborhood. And uh, it, he died way too the time of his passing. He left me and three other, three other guys that worked with us, the business. So that's how we started. That was in 2004, actually the year I met you. And yeah. we, uh, we formed uh, Clark Street Sports at that time. That's, so, yeah, you've been, uh, I would love, I would love to see, uh, uh, footage of uh, little Jason Kara uh, hustling this, and selling tickets and then selling uh, selling sunglasses at the age of 12 or 13. That had to be something, man. Um, oh, yeah. While parking cars illegally at the same time. <laughs> you mentioned uh, how after the game you would be getting autographs and stuff. Uh, what, what are some of the more memorable uh, interactions you had with players back in the day? Oh man, this was the this was the '80s. So you know, Sandberg, Grace, Dawson, uh, Ron Say, Vance Law, you know those guys, and a lot of them knew me because I was just like they didn't know who I was. They didn't know me by name. They didn't know like, you know, who who my parents were, or anything like that. So when I say they knew me, they knew I was just a neighborhood kid that would hang out. And back then, like, you know, there wasn't the the lines and the the attention there is now to try to get an autograph. So like you could, you could pretty easily get autographs back then. So the, you know, they, they'd say, come on kid, you know, I'll give you autographs. And the other thing was that the, at Wrigley, the ushers would let me in for free. That was another thing. Like I got to know all the ushers. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is, 
you know, we're talking way back in the day. This stuff never, would never happen in today's world. But, you know, back right. then I was a little kid, right? So they felt sorry for me or whatever. So I just beg them to come in. And they, they'd make me wait till usually about the fifth or sixth inning. And then uh, yeah. they'd, you know, sneak me in or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'd have, I'd get autographs. And I don't even know what I did with any of those autographs. But I definitely collected them. It's, in my, it's all in my head now. Right. Uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Um, so, uh, okay, you would give up alcohol for the quarantine to end. Um, yeah. You you used to illegally sell free parking spots uh, back yeah. in the day. You've now grown that sort of uh, enterprise into mm-hmm. a very large, well-known, and respected uh, business in the sports world in particular. Um so once once uh, once this quarantine ends, let's say it ends in you know a reasonable amount of time, um, what what's what's next for you guys? Well, um, you know we're uh, hoping there's uh, so even even if the you know government kind of lessens the the uh, the situation and says okay you know business can start back up or whatever. Our business is still impacted until until there's uh the league start playing again, right? Until the uh the Cubs are on the field, until the the Bulls are are shooting baskets, until the Blackhawks are playing. I mean, th- it's kind of out of sight, out of mind for for a lot of people, and so um we need the leagues to start back up. So I think we're uh, you know a long ways from that. But once that happens, I'm I'm an optimistic person. I think that you know. Uh, people are going to be clamoring for Chicago sports. I mean, we've been, right. we've been, you know, stuck in our houses for, you know, weeks and months at this time and the weather has been crappy and we're, we're anxious to get outside and go watch baseball and hopefully uh, go buy that Clark street sports t-shirt, you know, they've right. been waiting to buy, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping the business, you know, jumps back, back into action better than ever, but right. Uh, right. you know, we'll see. I'm on board with that, and and uh, I'll remind you too that when the quarantine ends, if it let, let, let's let's put a let's put a 45 day limit on it from today. If it ends within 45 days, uh, you'll you'll quit drinking for a little bit. That'll be your yeah. I can't I, I I can't stop now because I'm uh you know <laughs> I got I'm I'm in the house all day and and uh, yeah you're poolside. You know, I, I get it. And you I'm poolside. Yeah. So I yeah you yeah. got our virtual tailgate tonight for spring training. Uh, oh yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, don't forget about that. Um, cool, man. Well, uh, where, where, what's the best way people can uh, can follow Clark Street Sports, or how can they engage with you guys, uh, with especially now with your retail locations not being open? Yeah, so we, you know, we have a website. We're ClarkStreetSports.com, and uh, everyone should should go there, and and not just us, but everyone should try to support small business because. Uh, you know, we, without retail, I mean, this is the only uh, money we have to uh, pay for, you know, benefits for our employees and things of that sort and to uh, stay open in any capacity and to, and to feed our families. So uh, please uh, support, support uh, small business in general. And uh, if you're, um, you know, looking for anything uh, Chicago sports related, come on over to ClarkStreetSports.com. Awesome, man. Well, cool. Jason, I really appreciate uh, your time today, uh, and I'll let you get back to the uh, to the pool at your place in Arizona. Sounds good, Brad. All right, see cool. you soon. Yep. Yeah. Take care. All right. Bye bye. 
there you have it. Jason Kara from Clark Street Sports. Um, I am going to post this with a photo of the dog, currently named Yankee, potentially in need of a new name, that Jason and his family are fostering out in the Phoenix area. So if you are listening to this and you live out there or you have a friend who does and they could use an adorable dog, wait till you see this picture, uh, please send them our way and we'll, we'll help make it happen. So uh, more wellness checks to come. I hope uh, you're enjoying them because I'm enjoying making them. And uh, I hope that you'll also please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or whatever, Apple Podcasts, whatever, wherever you get them. Um, and please share, review, rate, all that stuff. Uh, I hope the uh, quarantine is treating you as well as can be expected. And uh, we'll have more for you soon. Take care.